Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rebecca the Badass podcast. I'm Rebecca Keating. I'm an artist and a life coach, and I love discussing all things personal expression and self-improvement. I'm passionate about sharing ideas that help people have their cake and eat it too, me included. Listen on to find out how you can create it all in your own life. Hey, everybody. Today, I want to talk about something that is... It can be very vulnerable to talk about, and I also find myself being like shirking away from the topic. Um, but I know that so many of my like personal mentors and also like the people that I follow on social media, um, that ha- like share their stories around this topic have helped me so much. Um, and so I'm coming to you and sharing this from a place of if I could just help one person feel like it's normal. Um, and also to know that they can create, they can still create in their life, whatever they want, even if they're experiencing this, um, that would be, uh, like it would be totally worth it to put myself out there and to just share what, um, my experiences. So, um, enough talking in code. <laughs> what I'm talking about is depression, going through a funk, feeling a little disconnected from who you truly are. Um, however you relate to this, like for me, it comes up as feeling um, a little detached. Well, not just a little detached, feeling really detached from um, like a sense of feeling of reality or a um like I'm a very inspired, charismatic, um, passionate person as like my baseline. Um, that is really who I identify as like, that is just the core of who I am. Um, but it is very common for me, like on a monthly basis to go through probably anywhere from three to five to seven days of like depression. And, um, it's not clinical depression, but it's definitely, Um, I relate to it as like being in a funk or being in a really down depressive state. Like it's very, it's very different than how I experience myself normally, which is, like I said, very passionate, very enthusiastic, very um, go-getter type A, um, just getting shit done kind of person. But um, I've also noticed that um, in running my own business and being my own boss, it's, it's really, I'm just going to be quite frank with you guys. It is really scary to start feeling like, oh yeah, I'm getting back into that funk again. Like that funk is about to take over. Um, and for a long time, it just totally took me out of the game, like totally took me out of the game of doing what I needed to do to stay on top of my business and not just what I needed to do, but like the stuff I was normally excited to do for my own company and my own business. Um, And I think that this is, I know because of, um, you know, consuming a lot of resources from my mentors and also from having discussions with my um, fellow coaches and fellow artists, this, I am not alone in experiencing this. Um, And I also know that like talking with my family and friends that I am not, (laughs) I am not alone. (laughs) So my intention for today is to just normalize that that is a feeling that a lot of people go through. My second intention is to give you some lighthearted 
perspectives to have about experiencing depression or experiencing a funk. And finally, I'm going to give you some actionable steps that you can take right now or whenever you're ready to turn the ship around to get yourself back into action, um, back into the steps of what you're committed to in your life. Um, and yeah, what we, what we all kind of want whenever we get in this, this kind of mindset, which is to, you know, make peace with it, um, let it serve its purpose, but then get back on to living our lives the way that we, we desire to. So first, um, yeah, the, I guess one of the really important things to know is that I'm actually recording this in the middle of feeling a, a, a pretty large slump. Um, and it's been going on for a couple of days now and I'm actually using one of the steps that I'm about to give you. Um, it's not the first step, but I guess I'm just going to jump straight to it. Uh, which is to talk about it. Like it, it, I'm finding that it actually really helps. It's helping lift my mood and it's also helping me lift my spirits to talk about what I'm going through. Um, and I think that this works for a variety of reasons, but the biggest one that I'm present to is that when I feel down and depressed, but I choose not to talk about it, it's typically coming from a place of shame. It's coming from a place of, um, I'm not worthy to share this experience with other people. Other people will judge me. Um, and I can't handle that judgment right now. Um, there's something wrong with me. All of these thoughts can kind of uh, live unchecked for a long time if I don't take the chance to share what my experience of life is. Um, and I think another really important thing about this is that whenever I share this, especially with people who are close to me and love me, I'm able to see the grace that they give me. I'm able to see that they still love me despite in, in, in spite of the way that I'm feeling. And so it helps me ex extend more love to myself. It helps me extend more compassion to myself to see that compassion reflected back from other people that I love um, and that care for me. So that would be the first step is to not shy away from sharing it with somebody. Reach out for the support that you need. Um, and you would be surprised at how little it takes. Like I've been recording this audio for five minutes <laughs> and already I feel lighter about the subject. So that's step one. Step two is notice that our thoughts create our feelings. Um, and especially whenever you get into like a negative mind spiral, the feelings tend to like the negative feelings tend to like create more negative thoughts that create more negative feelings that create more negative thoughts. It's just kind of like, it's a cyclical, it's a cyclical pattern. And I think at one point I used to think it was really important to know what thoughts were creating the negative feelings. Um, but I don't, I don't think I would align with that very much anymore. Um, I think it is, it can be interesting and illuminating to notice what thoughts create the negative feelings, but I might assert that they're the same thoughts that typically make these feelings. Like they're not new thoughts that are popping up out of the blue. Um, they're the same old, you, you know what it is. Like you're unlovable. You can't do what you think you want to do. All like, I mean, it's classic 
the same boring stuff your brain throws at you. Um, but what is important about noticing in this model that thoughts create feelings is that you can actually jump in at the feeling standpoint. So you're feeling crummy, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling in the funk. Well, if you could pluck a feeling out of, of a bag, like what's the feeling you want to have? What is the feeling and experience of life you want to have right now? For me, sometimes it goes like, um, I want to have the experience of being inspired again. I want to have the experience of, like, I love getting to work on a project and just, like, zoning into it and, like, getting the project complete and just, like, really getting into the groove of it. And my experience of that is it's, like, being hyper-focused, being super-present, being very motivated, being being really clear on what I want to create and just going after it. Um, and actually sometimes identifying that the feel, what feeling you want to have in your body actually creates that feeling in your body. So, um, that's step two. Step three, which likely should have gone ahead of all of these. (laughs) Um, but it's just, it's really, really simple. Stop judging yourself. Have compassion. Have some grace, have some love for yourself and the experience that you're having. Um, I can guarantee you feeling shame and judging yourself and like, I shouldn't feel this way. I, something's wrong with me. Having all of those thoughts are going to create more of the same feelings that you are experiencing. And if you do have those thoughts, Also, don't judge yourself for those. It's totally normal and totally human to have those thoughts and keep ruminating on what's wrong and why you're stuck and what's going on. But put the judgment down. Let's just drop the judgment. You can do it. I promise you can do it. Um, And I also promise the more you practice, the easier it gets to just notice you've picked up judgment and you're starting to like beat yourself with a stick of judgment and then notice that you can just put it down. A really good metaphor for this is thinking and relating to yourself as a small child. A small child who's feeling down, feeling a little scared, um, not really sure what's going on. How would you how would you treat that child? Of course you'd treat them with love and compassion. You'd stay with them um, and until they felt safe. So do that, extend that same kindness and compassion to yourself. Put down the stick of judgment and just be with yourself. Um, Allow yourself to experience the feelings that you're experiencing. And, um, you know, don't don't make yourself wrong for feeling the way that you feel. Next, this is one of the most helpful thoughts for me um, to detach from these feelings. Like once I've had compassion for myself, once I've noticed that like, you know, the thoughts that I'm thinking are creating more of the same feelings, um, and I've gotten to a place where I'm not having judgment about them, um, and I'm, like, that's also helps me talk to other people about them, um, share my experience out loud so that I can kind of move past this. Um, the next step is noticing that this isn't who I am. It's just something that's happening in my brain right now. 
like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, I really relate to being a super passionate, super charismatic. Like, I'm getting excited just talking about it right now. I'm sure you can tell in my voice. Like, I am just a very passionate, intense, um, loving, vibrant, fun, adventurous person. That is who I am at my core. And whenever I start to feel this way, it's just noticing that this isn't me. This is something that's happening in my brain. Um, and that kind of helps me create a separation of, okay, so it's something that's happening in my brain. I don't have to judge it. It's probably going to be around for a little while. I don't know how long it's going to last, but there's things I'm committed to in spite of feeling this way. And that doesn't mean I have to beat myself into submission of like finishing the projects or executing the work or doing X, Y, and Z while I feel this crummy or feel this shitty. It just means to notice that I would be acting from a very different place if I was coming from, like, who I feel like I truly, truly am. Um, so, yeah, that's another step that is part of the process of, like, you know, coming to grips with this feeling and then moving on from the feeling. Number six would be another really helpful thought is noticing that this too shall pass. So let's just take a deep breath here. This feeling, what you're experiencing right now, this too shall pass. Now, this is really helpful for me because it's how I've started to notice that this feeling of depression, the feeling of being in a funk, being really confused, um, not really knowing what I'm doing, quote unquote, um, it doesn't last forever. It's not the majority of my experience. I have had times in my life where it is the majority of my experience. And those have been scary times. But regardless of how long it lasts, it's still a really helpful thought to notice that this too shall pass. This won't be my experience forever. And I think that the the main nugget to this, like the really truth nugget to this, is that when you can, when you can look at this and say, this too shall pass. It doesn't feel like the endless black tunnel that your mind would have you think it is. It doesn't feel like it's this never ending, long, expansing um, thing that makes you feel even more confused and even more down. Like, you know, the impending doom just multiplies whenever that's your experience of it. When you can say to yourself and honestly believe like this too shall pass, it gets you closer to seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And it is true. We're changing, like our brains are changing chemical things, you know, like it's, it's likely that this won't last forever. And it's likely that it's not just likely, it is true. It will not last forever. And the closer you can get to recognizing that it won't last together, the actually the, the closer you get to the edge of experiencing this. So that takes me, that's kind of like a lot of the inner work. Um, that you can do a little bit of outer work, like the talking to people is a little bit of outer work, but now I'm going to give you two steps that are like on the physical plane of what you can do that have really helped me. So five or whatever number we're at. Um, <laughs> this is a direct result of me like recording this feeling like in a funk because it's like I'm not as sharp and clear I'm I'm just being very real with you I'm not as, I'm quite frankly not as sharp and clear as what I typically am 
Um, and so even whenever I try and make notes and number things down and like have kind of like an outline for what I'm going to talk about on the podcast, you can see in real time that it's not coming out that way. And I'm also just holding that like this is going to land like for the people that this is going to help and serve, it's going to land perfectly and there's going to be some value in it. And there's also going to be some value in me showing up even whenever I don't feel like a hundred percent pristine. And that's what I'm practicing here. So I really appreciate your patience. And I also just want to say that I really appreciate that I'm giving myself this opportunity to be seen in all of the messiness of my personal growth and what I'm going through. So thank you for sharing this moment with me. So whatever number we're on, (laughs) Um, physical activity. Okay, it can be hard whenever you are feeling down and you're feeling depressed. It can feel like the last thing you want to do is do anything physical. But I am here to tell you that it's scientifically proven that 30 minutes of exercise does better than like the leading antidepressant. Now, I've never been on any um, actual like antidepressant, but like I would say physical exercise, um, cognitive behavioral therapy, and just um, and coaching have been the best things, like my best resources for for getting out of a depressive like funk and into action again. Um, and at the baseline level, physical activity is really like one of the home run hitters of what I use. And I kind of trick myself into doing it in a couple of ways. Sometimes like when I really don't feel like doing something. Um, I'll trick myself into setting a timer on my Apple watch or just you can set a timer on your phone um, and be like, okay, I'm just going to fold laundry for five minutes. That's all I'm going to do. And typically what I find is that once I start doing that thing, once I start, I know folding laundry isn't necessarily exercise, just bear with me here. (laughs) It's like getting up and doing something physical as opposed to like, like sleeping or ruminating on like whatever the thoughts are that are having you feel low. So it's like, I like nine times out of 10, I find that if I can just get myself up and doing something for five minutes, that spurts more energy that that causes me to be in a chain reaction of like momentum of doing the snowball starts to roll down the hill. Um, And one of my favorite, favorite things to do is go for a bike ride because and and sometimes I also have to trick myself quote unquote trick myself into going for a bike ride I have a a typical path or a route that I take that's about five miles long and I will just be like okay I'll just do one mile and then I can turn back and head home but typically since it's such a habit for me to be on that path of like what I normally do I'll just be like okay I've already made it this far I'm gonna go ahead and finish out the route Um, like 10 out of 10, almost always, that's how it happens. So if you don't already have an exercise routine in your life, or if you don't already have some way that you get physical activity, um, check your thinking and, and know that you are a human being on a human plane and you probably do do some kind of exercise, whether that's go for, um, a walk around, around your block, whether that's just take a break from work and leave the office and, Um, you know, go get some lunch, like whatever it looks like to you, go move your body and do something physical. The more cardio you can incorporate into this, the better. Um, and just from like a science level, like, like brain chemistry level, what physical exercise does is it releases endorphins into your brain, which just kind of 
act as a mood booster. It just, like I said, it helps that snowball start rolling down the hill and gaining momentum. So physical exercise, go for a walk, go for a bike ride, do some push-ups, something, anything. Um, and finally, my last tip, um, and I want to say this is tip number seven, um, create a list of just three things three things that you'd like to get accomplished today. This can be as simple as I'd like to get out of bed, I'd like to get dressed, and I'd like to go for a walk. For me, um, three things typically look like I'd like to wash the dishes, I'd like to fold the laundry that isn't folded yet and put it up, and I'd like to get one creative thing off my to-do list. Like I'd like to sketch a, like a thing I'm already working on in my sketchbook and finish that up. I'd like to record a podcast. I'd like to post something on Facebook or Instagram about my artwork or my coaching. Um, it's just three simple things that you can, you, you are working towards in that day getting done. And there's two, um, there's two things to keep in mind while you're doing this. What this is doing is it's taking the pressure off because typically like when we get feeling down or overwhelmed or in a depressive funk, it's like we have, we've put this huge list of our, of stuff in our head that we are falling behind on, on top of us. And we like can't even see a way out. So this is just breaking it down into like the simplest little nuggets that our brain can handle. Um, and, uh, just like making like very clear, definable, like, okay, this is what I'm going to count. This is successful. <laughs> I've gotten the dishes clean. That is success. I've gotten the laundry fold and put it away. That is success. I have finished this drawing of color squares. That is a success. Um, it just gives your, your brain another little hit of endorphins whenever you get something done when you can cross something off the list regardless of how small it is and we're not going for like changing our mood overnight here that's not sustainable um we're just going for okay what are the baby steps i can take to keep in action to keep in motion on the things that i'm committed to going for macro commitments here not micro commitments so you don't really have in this mood in this um like funk that you're in you don't really have the capacity to go for macro commitments of I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to post every day on Facebook and I'm going to launch a new program like you know all those feel those things feel like total drains on your energy so that's not what we're talking about on our to-do list. We're talking about little bitty micro commitments, little bitty baby steps that you can take that when you cross off your list, it feels successful. I can't remember if I said that that was the last tip, but I've just got two to three more tips that have popped into my mind. Um, now, now the creative juices are going. Um, and I think that will take me to a total of 10 practical tips that you guys can, you guys have like for when you're in this mood. Um, also little nugget I wanted to plug in here. You can bet your bottom dollar. I will also be listening to this audio whenever I, um, get in this, this phase again, because these are all really helpful tips that I have are tried and true for me. Um, and yeah, so this is not just for everyone out there, but it's also for me. Um, and I just think that that's a, that for me is a fun thought to know that I'm recording a resource that's not just going to be helpful for myself, but for other people as well. So number eight, neutral thoughts. Okay. 
So everyone here knows about positive affirmations, but when we're feeling down and we're feeling in a slump and we're feeling depressed or, you know, funky, overworked, overloaded, whatever, um, having super, super, super positive thoughts isn't sustainable. It's not helpful. It's actually, it's like too far of a gradient to jump, but having neutral thoughts, um, that can be a really helpful, like grounding foundation to, to, to step a foot onto from negative thoughts. So a neutral thought would be something like I have a profitable business or something like I am a good daughter. You know, like you're not great. You're not like the most genius daughter that ever did exist, but, um, you are, you can agree with that you are at least a good proficient daughter or that your company is profitable. If your company's not profitable yet, you might just say like, my, I have produced value in my company. You know, like that is for sure. Like whether you've made a single piece of artwork, whether you've had a coaching conversation with somebody, you have provided value from your business. So Start at neutral thoughts to get yourself one baby step up above negative thoughts. And that is also really helpful. Step nine is um, a personal favorite of mine, just because it reminds me of my partner who, um, whenever I share like, like, hey, honey, I'm like, I woke up today in a funk, just so you know, like, this is what I'm dealing with today. Um, he has occasionally had me do power poses, which I love the story behind. He has me do them because, um, when he was in engineering school before big tests and exams, him and his group of friends, um, he's relayed the story to me, like would, would stand up and do power poses like for 30 seconds before they went in to take their exam, just to kind of like boost their internal confidence. Um, and yeah, get their body language kind of like aligned with what they wanted to create on their test results. And he'll have me do this in the living room, like standing on our staircase, you know, like have me stand in a power pose. And I add my own little flavor to this if I'm feeling up for it, which is that I speak out loud to him, like what I'm committed to creating, like why it is so important for me to show up, um, why even despite being in a funk or being in a mental fog. Um, I really believe in what I'm doing and why I really believe in, in pushing myself to show up. Um, but I guess I, I feel a little hesitant to use the word push, but it's more just like, I want to get back present to what I'm really up to and the impact that it's making. So I'm just going to take a moment to drop into my heart here really quickly so I can like get back present to, um, why I'm showing up here because it's actually really similar to the reason why I'm showing up on this podcast and being so vulnerable and talking about my depression and talking about these feelings of being down when they do happen and actually in the middle of while it's happening to me because I really believe in a world where we can all create what we want for ourselves. We can all live from a place of realizing and actively creating what we want and what we desire in the world. And I, I believe that not only is that a better place like individually for us to live for ourselves, but I think that that's a better place for us to collectively live. Like, I think that the more women and the more men I see out in the world loving their lives, 
living from their truest passions, sharing what they want and what they value in the world authentically. It gives everyone else permission to do the same, and ultimately it shares more love. And it, if we can all work on diffusing the the personal judgments we have about ourselves and others, like starting with us, like starting internally, then it sets the groundwork for just everyone living a life of purpose and everyone having a better, more, um, more collectively positive and joyful experience of the world. So I really believe in showing up for my clients and showing up here on my podcast and also showing up on social media as a person who's being real about what's going on with myself and my business and also who's being real about the possibility I see for the world which is that um like I just described like this world could be a much much better place for all of us if we were all living from a place of um, passion, love, vibrancy, fun, adventure. Um, and I really believe that. And I've created those breakthroughs in my own life. And um, I've done most of it through coaching. And I feel like if coaching came into my life and was like an incredible turning point. Um, and I have a lot of the the personal like I have my relationship with my partner to be thankful for and and how I was coached through reinventing relationships I have all of the money I've made in my business by doing what I love and offering the value and service that only I can and that I truly believe in and that I truly enjoy out into the world um you know at one point in time I didn't think that was possible it wasn't even on my radar um so the these are all the things that I would relay and I would get back present to while I would be in this power pose um, and my partner would be listening to me. Uh, it's kind of like he was listening to me put myself up on a soapbox and talk about stuff, but in like the most positive and empowering way. And it feels really uncomfortable. It feels really vulnerable, but um, it does actually work. Having that other person there is also really helpful. <laughs> um, and finally number 10 um really really helpful tip is know that this is coming know that this feeling of like a lack of confidence um kind of like a depressive thunk know that it is coming it's a cyclical pattern i notice that it happens in my cre- like it's a part of my creative loop it's a part of my creative cycle um and i find that it's easier it can be really easy to write post Instagram post or write blog post or record podcasts from this feeling. It's not necessarily easier, like easy at all to post things from this place. Um, it can be really easy for me to isolate myself and go inward um, and focus on my inner world, but it's not easy for me to be out in relationship with other people. So if you know that it's coming, if you can kind of anticipate it, one, it doesn't surprise you. It doesn't jump up and like present itself as a problem. Like, oh shit, I'm feeling like depressed again. And I have all of these requirements, um, that I've like put on my plate. Like you can just relate to it as like, ah, yes, it's this thing that happens to me occasionally. It's coming up. I know that I'm really good at going in, in like into my inner world and 
seeing what's going on and giving myself care and compassion and grace at this time, I am not super good at, um, you know, being super present with other people, uh, being like my highest and best with other people right now. Like just know, know where the landscape is. And the bottom line of this is like, don't, don't relate to it as a problem, relate to it as like a part of your creative process. Um, and a really important part because for me, I would, I love the idea of being inspired and being in action and being in, um, you know, like hyper move and make mode all the time. But what I know about this, this phase of like feeling down and feeling low and feeling depressed is that it really, like, if I didn't have this, it wouldn't, like, the highs wouldn't be as high. Like, the, whenever I do feel as motivated and feel inspired, like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be as grateful for those times if I didn't feel this some of the time as well, too. So it's it's just kind of like the light, there's always a shadow to the light, and that isn't a bad thing. It's just to say that, like, you need the contrast. You need the shadow to, like, emphasize the light. And those, like, existing together actually make one another, like, they balance one another out and they make one another better. Um, and they make our experience of life, like, as humans, a more robust experience. So know it's coming, embrace it as a friend, um, and with as much kindness and little judgment as you possibly can muster. So... That's it, my friends. I hope that you got some value from this podcast. I hope that you are walking away with some actual tips that you can use in your own life whenever you're feeling depressed and you're feeling in a funk. And ultimately, I also hope if at like the very bare minimum you got from this that you're not alone in feeling this way. It's totally normal um, and it's not something to, while it would be really easy to dread, it doesn't have to be something that you dread. Um, and you are 100% not alone. Alrighty, everybody, that's it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I love hearing how these podcast topics influence your lives and how they help you create it all. So if you want to share, feel free to go follow me at Rebecca the Badass on Instagram. Pop into my DMs and share what was most valuable for you. And feel free to shoot me any topics that you'd love for me to discuss on this podcast. Also, if you're curious to know what a coaching relationship looks like with me, head on over to RebeccaTheBadass.com and check out the Coaching How It Works page. This is super informational on what a coaching relationship looks like with me and how you can get started. Schedule a 20-minute initial conversation with me. This is free time for you to share your dreams and also to get some clarity on what might be holding you back from really going for it and having it all in your life. I'm serious, guys. That's no strings attached. I just love hearing about your dreams, and I also love helping people. It's also how you get on my wait list for coaching with me if we're a good fit. It's a good way to suss out whether I'm a great coach for you, if our energy matches, all of that. So go check it out at RebeccaTheBadass.com. Thanks, guys.